0: He came to the woman who sat there beside me He had a strange look on his face His big hands were calloused He looked like a mountain For a minute I thought I was dead But he started shaking His big heart was breaking He turned to the woman and said He picked a fire Ghoul day to you all. As always, thank you so much for stopping by and making Paranormal Prowlers podcast part of your day. Those tunes, as always, are courtesy of my friend, Bobby Mackey, and I'm your host, Tessa Morrow. In Wisconsin, there's a city called Elkhorn. It's located about 40 miles southwest of Milwaukee. It's known for many things. The rack of elk antlers found in the tree, hence its name, Elkhorn. The healing waters in the springs. It's known as the Christmas card town, which I think is pretty cool. Ho, ho, ho! But the thing that caught my attention is the Beast of Bray Road. Look out! The description of this creature it's bear like. <laughs> to some, it even resembles Bigfoot, while on all fours, it's between two to four feet, while standing on its hind legs, it's over seven feet tall. It has brownish gray fur and is between 400 to 700 pounds. It's werewolf like. <laughs> And for those who've seen its footprints, they claim that it's similar to that of like a coyote. But the size is much, much larger. Many have had encounters with this beast on Bray Road, which starts along Highway 11, just east of Elkhorn. The first reported incident, occurs back in 1936. There was a young man named Mark Shackleman. He was a night watchman for St. Coletta School for Exceptional Children. The location of the school itself has quite an impressive history that comes with it. Long ago, it was a Franciscan convent. Old buildings hug the land, and the field is home to old Native American burial grounds, several mounds visible. So, the incident, the introduction to the Beast of Bray Road. Mark Shackleman arrives a few minutes before midnight to start his graveyard shift. He's making his rounds, checking the old buildings, walking the fields, when suddenly, in one of the fields, he sees a shadowy figure. What he saw, he simply would never, could never forget. The figure was some sort of creature, one Mark has never seen before. It was hunched over on the ground on all fours. And to Mark's horror, this creature, this beast, was digging wildly at one of the old native burial mounds. The way it was digging was very canine-like, but the size certainly did not add up. For it was too huge to be a coyote, a wolf, or a domestic dog. Ever experience the feeling that you're being watched? That you're simply not alone? Well, this mysterious creature felt just that. Sensing a presence, it stops digging at the burial mound. And suddenly, to Mark's amazement, the creature stands tall on its hind legs. It looks at Mark and growls. Mark says that the growl echoed throughout the fields. He gives this description, our first look into the beast of Bray Road. It had a shaggy canine looking face. Its fur was thick, and the body resembled that of a muscular man. Its hands human-like with a twisted thumb, and besides the growls and the snarls, it sounded like it was attempting to actually speak, saying what sounded like "Gadara," G A D A R A, Gadara. And the smell, more like Piuski, the stench. It reeked of rancid, rotting. Flesh kind of stings the nostrils, the beast, having quite enough this human attraction, turns around and sprints toward the sea of trees, leaving a shocked mark standing suddenly alone in the field. Well, the following night, Mark is back in the area once again, making his rounds. He's a little apprehensive, you know he's a tad nervous what was that thing? Will I see it again? He's walking in the field, and much to his dismay and possibly fear, Mark sees the same creature. And guess what? It's at the very same burial mound. The creature sees Mark, its lip curled back, revealing large fangs that are hanging down, It's growling and snarling. After several minutes, probably feeling like an eternity for Mark, of a stare down, the creature turns and runs off into the woods. Mark, he never sees this mysterious creature again. Two nights in a row is more than enough, one would think, to last a lifetime, I'm sure. Throughout the decades, several others have had encounters with the Beast of Bray Road, including a former district attorney. Some experiences, well, they're scarier than others. In many cases, the Beast chases the car, making contact with it, by either jumping on it or clawing viciously at it, leaving serious damage and terror in the victim's heart. There have been sightings of this creature walking and running on all fours and then also on its hind legs as well. Acting very human-like, but not the case. One man witnessed seeing the beast running after a deer. The nearby area has also suffered from several cattle mutilations. Many blame the beast of Bray Road. The home base of what's also known as the Bray Road Beast is Elkhorn, specifically Bray Road, but sightings have ranged from southern Wisconsin to Vancouver Island. So many stories of people's encounters were going around that a local paper assigned one of their reporters, someone I actually reached out to to try to be on this episode, but she unfortunately did not respond. Hate when that happens, but hey, A for effort for trying. (laughs) But anyways, this reporter came into this somewhat of a skeptic. But after talking to the people who had encounters, they were so convincing. They were passionately sharing their story. She believed them. And she went on to write several stories, several, several articles about the Beast of Bray Road that later on she combined them all and made a book. Hundreds of people would end up sharing their stories with this reporter. As mentioned, Mark Shackleman was the first documented sighting and encounter. Many others would come face to face with the Bray Road beast throughout the years, the decades. Just three years after Mark's encounter in 1939, a man is driving one night on Bray Road. His spirits are high. He's in a great mood. He just came back from visiting his girlfriend. He's driving when suddenly he sees what looks to him to be like part man, part werewolf figure. Frightened, he takes off and heads immediately to the police department. Somebody call security. And he reports his sighting. In 1949, after about a year of no documented or reported sightings, someone sees the Beast of Bray Road. In 1964, an employee with Admiral Television Corporation was working one day when he saw a wolf-like creature. It was standing tall at seven to eight feet. It had to weigh around 500 pounds. The following day, the man, he was on a mission. He gathered a crew from work and start an investigation. They're searching for evidence. While they didn't come up with much, they did come about an obvious interruption while in a nearby cornfield. A row of corn was disturbed, consistent with a large creature just barreling on through. (laughs) Yeah, barreling on through. In 1972, there was a reported break-in on a property near Bray Road. Footprints were left behind. The owner reported that an unknown beast attempted to break into her house, trying to get in through the front door. It later returned that same night, severely injuring one of her sweet, sweet horses. Leaving a huge gash across the gentle creature's back. The footprints left behind were over 12 inches long. After a decent amount of time goes by... Where there are no known sightings of the beast, and I mean years, in 1989 that all changes. Several people start having interactions, encounters, and experiences involving the beast of Bray Road. On Halloween in 1989, a woman named Doristine Gibson was driving along Bray Road when suddenly she felt a large jolt against one of her tires. Well, she stops the car and scans the road looking for any sort of debris or perhaps an injured animal, anything to have been able to be responsible for that ever so powerful jolt. The beast comes out of seemingly nowhere and runs right towards her. After this terrifying account and words spread like wildfire, other people start coming out of having their experiences as well. I'm sure they encountered the beast and maybe they were afraid to tell others, thinking, you know, will people think I'm crazy? Will I be called a liar? Will people just laugh in my face? Sometimes it takes one person, you know, like one encounter, and then others are a little more comfortable. Okay, I'm not crazy. I'm not alone. This, in fact, has happened to other people. Ha! a sigh of relief, if you will. One such person who shared their encounter after hearing Gibson's account was a man named Scott. Like Gibson, his encounter also occurred back in 1989, and the creature left large footprints behind in the process. Another man named Russell saw a creature near Bray Road, and to him it was standing like a bear, but had wolf features. And again, in 89, a local bar manager named Lorraine Drizzy had a close encounter when she was driving on Bray Road. She drove past the Beast. But before this, as she was approaching it, she said that its eyes glowed intensely, even though her headlights weren't aimed at it. As Lorraine got close, she saw it had large protruding fangs, fur, and pointed ears. At this point, she was stopped and about six feet away from the beast. Bit too close for my comfort. She got a good look enough at him for its image to be seared into her memory. I mean, she got a good 45 seconds worth, which I'm sure felt a hell of a lot longer. The beast was large and tall, brownish gray, fur covering its body. It had the face of a wolf. It was built very broad, like a bodybuilder. It looked extremely powerful. And yet, another 89er tell, a school bus driver, happens to overhear a young schoolgirl talking about an eerie encounter to a fellow student. The girl and some of her classmates were outside playing in her front yard when they saw a large dog walking by. Being children, they wanted to play with it. Hell, I'm an adult, and when I see a dog, I just want to go up and start petting it and playing with it myself. So, wanting to pet this large dog, the children start to sort of approach it. But to their horror, it suddenly stands on its hind legs, towering over the small children. and charges towards them. Luckily for the children, they were in front of the girls' house, and it didn't take them long at all to make... A safe exit, running into her home. The following year, in 1990, a local dairy farmer named Mike sees what, at first glance, he believes to be a bear. It's acting unusual. It's sitting like a raccoon. Holding its foot with the front paws. Mike was one of those folks who kept his sighting to himself he actually admits, hey, I had a few drinks. I figured maybe, hey, I'm buzzed and imagining things. But when he started hearing several different stories about the mysterious creature around the same time that his encounter happened, the description, that's what he saw that day on his farm. He knew it wasn't just alcohol playing with his mind. In 1999, An 18-year-old woman was driving on Bray Road when she suddenly hits something. Again, like so many people, this gal, she stops to investigate, but sees nothing. When all of a sudden, this wolf-like creature comes out of nowhere. It's standing on its hind legs, and it darts quickly towards the woman, who luckily isn't too far from her car. She makes a beeline back to her vehicle and jumps right in. She's utterly terrified, and who the hell can blame her? Now, usually, not always, but usually, wild animals will run away from humans, not run right at them. There's been many, many a times where I'm out in the wild, and I have my camera right there, and I see something. One time it was a bobcat. I mean, you want to take a picture, but animals, they're not people. They won't sit there and wait for you. They run away. So... Again, usually they run from people, not run at them. What the hell's going on? The beast, he was pumped with adrenaline and fueled by anger, jumps onto the trunk of this woman's car. She speeds off and it falls off in the process. In 2003, this account differentiates itself from all the others. A group of friends, they're hanging out by the river, just Relaxing, enjoying each other's company, laughing, just hanging out. When they see not one, not two, but three creatures resembling that of the Bray Road Beast. Now that's very interesting to me because this whole time, every single documented encounter and sighting and case have always been one creature. But this group of people, they see three of them. And it's a group of people mind you not just one person they claim to have seen the beast cupping their hands and gathering water from the river's edge and drinking it like a human would suddenly the creatures must have detected that they are being watched not alone as they stop what they're doing and look over at the group of friends needless to say the people they run off they knew that what they saw was not human In 2006, a man named Steve, he's out working on Holly Hill Road when the cab of his truck starts to move and it's shaking rather violently. Well, Steve, he looks to see what's causing the sudden movement. What he sees is a large creature with a huge snout, black hair, six to seven feet tall. He throws his truck into drive and accelerates rather quickly, shaking the beast off. Around the same time, close to Steve's encounter, not too far away, two young boys are playing on a trampoline when they see a large hairy creature running in the nearby woods. In January of 2018, a man named Danny claimed to be an Elkhorn when he saw what looks like a wolf running across the road running on its hind legs. He takes a picture, and it was... Nighttime. The creature was running. So the picture itself is a bit on the blurry side. It was a couple days before the blue blood moon. And Danny figured that the full moon was the reason that that this creature maybe was acting so bizarre. Danny had just dropped off his friends at their respective homes. He's on his way home driving along Bray Road. He's passing a cornfield. When suddenly he sees this wolf-like creature. It was coming towards the road out from the field. And at first it's walking on all fours. Well, the man, he slows down to take a picture of the creature, which he believes to be a wolf. He can't believe his luck. He's never seen one in the wild before. Usually you have to go to a zoo or something to see such a beautiful, amazing, magnificent creature, right? And yet here, just in the middle of the road, Nobody else around, this amazing creature stands before him. No cage, no exhibit, no guardrail, nothing to separate human and beast. As the wolf approaches the road, and as Danny is about to take a picture, the creature suddenly stands on its hind legs and quickly walks across the road. He says that the creature walked very human-like, not stumbling or falling, not out of its element, not awkward at all. It also was swinging its front arms as it walked, like a human would. There are many other encounters and experiences that I found without years to attach to themselves, so I'm unsure if these occurred in the 30s, the 80s, the 2000s, or anywhere in between. But here's some of those accounts are. One foggy night, a woman was driving along Bray Road when she hit something that's crossing the road. When she went out to inspect the area, she was chased back to her car by what resembled a large wolf-like creature. The beast glares at her with red, threatening eyes. Once the young lady was back in the safety of her car, she sits there in shock as the Bray Road beast taunts her, desperately trying to get at her, to attack her. That night, the beast left claw marks all over her car door. Another account is that someone was driving through the area when they happened upon what looked to be an injured animal in the road. The person stops to see if they can assist in any way possible. When suddenly, the creature rises up, stands on its hind legs, and runs into the nearby woods. Now, I can so see me in that situation. I'm a huge animal lover and have helped rescue many animals throughout the years, small and large, including a sweet little opossum that I was fortunate enough to become friends with up until his death due to old age, not injuries. Like this person and others mentioned, I would have stopped to try to help as well. A Lake Geneva resident sees the beast as well, saying it was over 7 feet tall, very hairy with coarse hair, A person witnesses the creature bending down, picking something up off the ground, and then calmly walking into the woods. Two weeks later, the man was back in the area and sees the beast yet again. Another encounter occurred when a college student was on the way home after a day of work and sees the creature. And another case of a child This one, 11 years old, sees what looks like a big dog walking on its two hind legs across her family's property. One time a girl reported that the Bray Road beast chases her through the forest. So, what is the beast, the Bray Road? Some Bigfoot or relative of Bigfoot? Some are thinking werewolf, as so many people who have seen it up close, too close for comfort say it's very wolf-like well some say it's not a unknown creature at all there are more than a few who think that this is a creature not unknown but a poor bear that is dealing with mange i don't know i myself am kind of thinking that this probably isn't the case for instance the oldest known black bear to die of natural causes in the wild was 39 years old Grizzlies, my favorite creature, their lifespan is around 25 years, sadly. Sightings first started in the mid 30s and continue even as recent as 2018, and possibly even more recent than that. Then, what about the eyewitnesses who saw three of these creatures? And I'm no doctor, no vet, or scientist, but the articles I've read, animals that suffer from mange, they're weak, they're starving. They, they don't look like a bodybuilder. You know, they're not powerful. They're not aggressive, running into cars and jumping on cars and chasing things. I mean, maybe it's possible that a bear in Wisconsin that lives in the woods off of Bray Road has mange, harasses, torments, terrorizes, passerby, dies. Then another bear with mange in the same area kind of takes over the taunting and terrorizing. Personally, I'm thinking that's a huge fat So what is it? Is it a bear? A werewolf? Or some other type of creature? Whatever the hell it is, we know that several people, men, women, and children, and creatures, livestock and horse, have had encounters with the Bray Road Beast. Throughout the decades. And it may still be out there, waiting to scare its next victim. So take caution if you're traveling through Elkhorn and on Bray Road, you just may run into the Bray Road beast. Did you enjoy this week's episode? Yes! Listen to the others, they are equally phenomenal. Haven't heard every single one yet. No need to cry. Just head on over to any podcast platform such as Player FM, Castbox, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, wherever you may roam to listen to your other phantomly awesome podcasts. You'll probably find Paranormal Prowlers Podcasts lurking in the background. And don't forget to subscribe leave a review. Have an encounter with a Bray Road Beast yourself? I'd love to hear about it. Throw an email my way at paranormal.prowlers.podcast at gmail.com. This week's special city shoutouts go to Butler, Georgia, Roscoe, Texas, Memphis, Tennessee, Batavia, New York, and Vadi, India. Thank you so much, you guys. You're all rock stars in my book. See you next week.